Hey everyone, it's Kay, and here with us is Sam. Hi Sam. Hello. And you're listening to Everyday. There's this topic that we always mention in our previous episode, and that's communication. So we always mention that, we always bring that up, like whenever there's a problem, you have to communicate to solve it. Basically, it's it's a very essential part of our relationship now. And it has always been like that, but not until recently did we realize or did we come to realize that it's really that important. So we always mentioned this in our previous episodes, but we never really got into an in-depth discussion about it. So now that's what this episode is all about. Yes, so this episode is going to be about communication. And it's an episode where we share how we we prefer to communicate with each other. Now, in no way do we want to impose anything on our audience as well, right? Like, yeah, we all sure. communicate in different ways. We are different people with different contexts, even with different relationships, right? So, it's very different. The way we communicate is probably very different from the way our audience communicates with their relationship or with their in their relationship or with their partners. Yes, and what we're gonna share in this episode may work for you or it may not work for you, but... Who knows? Maybe you could try it out for yourself in your own relationship or even in your other relationships with your family and with your friends. Yes. So right now, we are going to be starting with um, the foundation of any topic. Any topic. And that is the why. Like, why do we communicate in the first place? What is the importance of communicating with your partner? I mean, like, Ken and I, admittedly, at the start of our relationship, we didn't really put a lot of merit, we didn't put a lot of relevance towards communication. It is just something that sort of passes by, and we know it is important, but we haven't really gotten to sit down with it. Like, we haven't gotten to terms on how we would like to do it as um, partners. And we thought, like, it would just come naturally, which we ended up to be... Are wrong about that. Okay, so now I want to ask you, Kay, why do you think it is important to communicate with your partner? Well, one of the reasons why we communicate in a relationship is that you said it yourself, we're different people. And since we're different people, as soon as we get together and, and grow together, it's a constant process of getting to know each other and our habits. And it's like we settle our differences through communicating. Was that clear enough? I don't know. Yes, that was clear. And you know, adding to that actually is like the concept of, I'm going to go all philosophical right uh. now, but like the, the concept of understanding who we are is hard enough and placing the burden on other people to understand what we want is yeah. categorically way harder, right? Like, I get imagine, that. Ima- like, let's give an example. Like, let's give a situation where, let's say Kay had a really rough day and she, um, especially now that we are in the pandemic and we don't really interact with each other um, face-to-face per se, Kay had a really tough day and she she had a lot of 
um, things to do and maybe she missed a quiz or something like that. And um, of course, it got to her mood. Pero uh, me, as not having known what is exactly on Kay's mind, I would approach her like, hey, what's up? And in some way, Kay gets mad. So what's 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 wrong with that situation is that Kay assumes that I would already know that she's mad. And that's where communication comes into play, right? Yeah. Also, another example to that is when we all know this, when somebody asks um, the other, hey, are you okay? And I, I'm sort of guilty of this. You know this, Sam. <laughs> Not anymore, but... Yeah. And then the other person will reply, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> and yeah. then that person isn't actually okay, but they assume that the other person knows them well enough to know that they're totally not okay. And I used to do that, but I now realize that that was wrong and Sam is not a mind reader at all. And I don't know, it, I think communicating our feelings really makes everything easier for both ends, right? And you know what? Communication isn't really all about like communicating the bad stuff, right? Like yeah. it isn't always about communication during fights or during arguments. Most of the time, communication happens on a daily basis, especially when there is something that's bothering us and we want our partner to weigh in on what's bothering us, right? And it gives sort of a new perspective on different things. And that in that way, communication helps a lot because it alleviates the burden of having to deal with things on your own, right? Yeah, I see that. When, when you could confide in another person, could be your partner, could be your family, could be your friend. I don't know. It just makes everything better because perhaps that person could give you advice or... They could tell you about a similar situation that they were once in. Mm -mm. And I find that really helpful also for me to confide in other people about my problems. But another positive way where communication can occur is through words of affirmation. Always, always. It's like when somebody, if your partner does something great for you or you want to assure your partner that they're doing a-okay. It also helps to communicate to them that you appreciate them and that they're doing pretty good. You know what? In in that sense, I never really saw it that way. Like, my perspective was always, like, you communicate to solve something. Pero I never saw it in that sense na you communicate to show your appreciation for somebody. Yeah. That, that's actually very nice because it not only helps the other person feel better about themselves but it also um connects this connects you both mm -hmm. in a way that like it makes you guys closer to each other right yeah a new love language of mine boosting confidence <laughs> <laughs> yes but although i think that would fall under like acts of service or something right or words of affirmation actually yeah could be. So now that we've already somehow tackled the why of communication, now let's talk about something that a lot of people, we wouldn't say do wrong or make mistakes on, but it's something that is confusing for a lot of people. Um, yeah. And that's the when we want, we should communicate with each other. 
we all know that there's like a time and place for every topic. Like when a person is celebrating, you don't like bring down the mood by what saying bad news or <laughs> saying, saying bad something news that or, you don't want about or ranting them. or ranting yes, about exactly. something. So there's always a time and place for everything, and that's also that can also be applied to communication. So especially when it comes to problems. So Sam and I used to have this problem before. So we have like actual experience. <laughs> somewhat, somewhat. <laughs> okay. So back then when like the concept of communication and being open to each other was fairly new to us. We somehow sort of misunderstood it in a way. Like, okay, there was this day wherein one of us would want to communicate like a problem or just reach out like, hey, can we talk about this? But sometimes it could be brought up in like a very bad time, like when we're about to sleep or when we're both busy with school or with other things. And one person, like to one person, in their perspective, usually used to be me. It's like, I'm doing the right thing because I'm communicating. But on Sam's end as well, it's like, it's like, hey, could we do this another time? Because we're, we're both busy and we have some commitments. And on my end, it was sort of like, hey, why don't you want to communicate? So at the end, we sort of realized that the problem wasn't us not wanting to talk about it. It was the timing. So like that way of thinking about when we want to communicate to each other, it's actually a way of appreciating someone's time, appreciating the fact and respecting the fact that we work on different wavelengths and we work on, on different times, right? Like in the last episode, we talked about um, productivity, right? And how we have different modes or perceptions of what productivity is and times, or when we want to work, right? So in the same way, I think we need to work as well on like fitting into the schedule, the time where we want to communicate to each other. And this is not to, to say, Hannah, we're going to micromanage every single day. Like this is the only time where we, we, we can communicate. But the point there is we need to look into the other person's schedule as well. We need to respect their time Now we don't barge in when something important is going on. Like, imagine, imagine, if, let's say, for example, I want to talk about a relatively small concern and case busy studying on her midterm exam. Which do you think is more important, right? Like, at the end of the day, the midterm exam would be more important because it's the most urgent. And... We have a lot of um, time that we could spend with each other. And in that lot of time, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of time. It's enough time that we could communicate to each other. However, I think it's also good, Sam, that we sort of implemented like a rule wherein we'd specify if we really, really need the other person urgently, right? Like to the yes. point where... If we're driving, we really pull over to the side to be there. So I guess it really depends. It just depends on the situation and its urgency. So going back to the original question, which is when is the best time to communicate? 
I think there are times wherein it doesn't only depend on the availability of the person in terms of time, in terms of free time, but it also depends on the emotional state of the person, right? Yes. So I think that the best time to communicate is when both of you are in the same mindset, that both of you are ready to talk about a problem. I actually agree to that. There are times that, especially when we have concerns, right? like most of these concerns are very emotionally charged. And usually, they're negatively charged at that. So most of the time, when we try to communicate with each other, especially when we have a hot head, right? it sort of goes the wrong way most of the time because we're not anymore listening. We're just trying to communicate a concern and replying to the other person. And in more ways than none, it could make the problem worse. True. But to note, guys, all of these conditions, time, emotion, you should not take all of these as an excuse to not communicate with each other. Like, you don't make it an excuse. Let's say, oh, for example, you can't point. say that. You can't say that, oh, I think he's busy, so I won't communicate with him So as of now. And... Communication as well comes into play here, right? Because you could you could communicate that, hey, I have a concern. Could you make some time for it? And then the other person would then adjust to that time. Or you could even ask like, hey, are you free right now? And then that other person would say, um, yes, I'm okay. I'm free. Um, what do you want to talk about, right? And in so many ways, communication is very helpful, as said earlier. I really love that take, Sam. Another thing is we, I believe that we didn't emphasize this enough that we have to take into account the time and emotional state of the other person. But you also have to take into account your own emotional state. Yes. Maybe it's a problem that could cause you to be unproductive the whole day or it really bothers you a lot. So if it does that, then I believe that your partner would also want to hear about that immediately or whenever you're ready to talk about it. Yes, and it's it's all about communication. But um, actually, in a way, we Kay and I made a system as well on how we could uh, communicate more effectively with each other. Like, this is a suggestion for all of you guys. And for us, it has worked for us a lot. Yeah. Like, there has been a significant decrease in the fights <laughs> that we have because we implemented this method. And that method is implementing a feels night. So, okay, you could best explain what feels night is. So, <laughs> what's feels night, okay? Feels night is, like, in our case, a time, a specific time of the week wherein we set to have some sort of open communication to each other no filter and no hard feelings (laughs) it's like the main purpose of the of the so-called feels night is to let out all of your concerns all of your thoughts in the relationship without having to worry about Causing a fight. Guys, don't take this as an excuse, (laughs) Hot. Like, berate your partner during feels night. There is always an air of respect and politeness when it comes to feels night. 
like you could express your concerns but make sure to do it in a way where you are not embarrassing your partner you're yeah. not making them feel bad about themselves you're not putting their self-confidence down you just do it in True. a way where you're you still respect them like always remember that they're still the people that are special to you and do you really want the people who are special to you to feel bad about themselves no right so you gotta keep that in mind as well yeah so it's more of like a specific time of the week to freely discuss anything under the sun so in the past few months i believe of using that it has worked so well for us because we we got to talk about so many things not only about the problems or concerns that we have but it's like a time of the week wherein we just talk and it's a time of the week also to check up on each other on how yes. we're doing if if we're if we're doing okay or if we have something that's bothering us it's like a good self-check time yes you know i i also realized that most of the times um during our feels night it's not only a way of communicating our concerns right it's also commu- yeah. communicating our appreciation for each other like we could say that i love your uh, supportiveness during this week and it it really gives you a sense of how you have contributed to your partner's life also in another perspective feels like actually gives you a place to deflate like it somehow uh, tackles problems before it problems become bigger yeah i agree wait so are you saying that you could talk about possible scenarios and then resolve them before they actually happen. Okay, first of all, <laughs> my opinion on that matter, personally, <laughs> I, I really don't think that you should like make up possible scenarios right off the bat. Because you must yeah. also like ground yourself to reality as well. Like you, you can't say during Feels Night, ah, if you have, if you see another pretty girl, uh, what are we gonna do no, about it? No, it's not gonna be like that. It's not like that's not the time, <laughs> Like, what did you mean? What did you mean? It's like, what if, like, what are our plans after college? Ah, yeah. You know what? I think a good, like, way of understanding or of knowing which topics you could, like, tackle during Feels Night is, like, if you know that it is certain to happen in the near or distant future, right? Like, obviously, at at some point, we are going to end college. So it's okay to talk about what happens at the end of college. Yeah. Like, it it shows a lot because it also shows your commitment to your partner. You're willing to, like, stick it through. Through up until after college or after wherever your careers take you, right? So you're willing. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? Yay. (laughs) Oh no, this is recorded. I just realized that. (laughs) What's wrong with that? This could be replayed again and again. Like... Oh, so you're ready. You're ready. <laughs> okay, I have to take note of episode eleven around twenty-six um, minutes. Uh, I, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna remove this from the episode. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Of course not, guys. We we were just joking. Sam is not actually afraid of commitment. I believe. <laughs> okay. Never. Going back. Going back. Now that we've actually talked about like the why and the when. I think it's important to talk about the how. Right? Because I think like people 
also make the mistake of not knowing how to communicate to each other. And as I said earlier, it's different for from person to person. That's actually a very good way of putting it because in that sense, people also have different ways of tackling communication, right? So I think what what's uh, what plays into that is you need to understand your partner as well and how they want to communicate with you. I'm just gonna add that somehow love languages also fall into this category. Mm, yes. yes. The way a lot of people have different love languages has something to do with how everyone communicates differently. Yes, yes, exactly. Because like for different people, in the same way that they have different love languages, they also have different ways of communicating with each other. Like, say for example, in our case, Kay really wants communication to be honest and um, focused on each other. That's why we have feels night, right? Because it's it's a way of knowing or trusting the fact that when we are in feels night, what we are going to say is sincere and from the heart. Right? Yes. And with an intention to improve for exactly. each other and with each other. Exactly. Like, we know that the, even the reason that we created Feelsight in the first place was to improve and to make the relationship more comfortable for each other. So, we could rest um, well on the fact that Feelsight happens for a reason, for growth, right? Right. So, I'm just gonna add to that also that when you communicate with each other, there has to be this sort of intention, right? So it shouldn't only benefit you. It should also benefit the other person because relationships should be two-sided, right? So it has to be fair on both ends. Like, both ends should be heard equally, right? So along with communication comes not only talking, like a lot of talking, it has to have more listening, right? Yes. It's more on hearing out the other person. To, to add to that point as well, my, mo- my mom actually let me watch a video of uh, Bo Sanchez. And she let me watch the video because she noticed that in our communication with each other, it wasn't that I would say... Like, two-sided, right? Like, it was like we were, instead of being um, two sides of the same coin, we were the same side on two different coins. And it was so hard to communicate because we were communicating not to understand each other, but to reply to each other. And it only made the problem even worse. It only made the crisis even worse. We never resolved it well. And after I watched that video, I actually thought to myself, like, I was even skeptical before I watched the video. I was like, oh my God, this is something she saw from Facebook again. <laughs> and it, it was a little, like, to be honest, it was a bit embarrassing for me because, you know, my mom saw it and she's giving me adv- advice. But what are moms for, right? But for advice. And of course, to care and nurture for you, but you know, one of their <laughs> one of their goals, one of their purposes. That's part of caring. Exactly, and then from that, I, I gained another perspective on communication. I saw communication like, right, like, I I did a self check and I saw in myself that yeah, a lot of times I really do communicate, I really do talk to 
uh, or listen just to reply, just to make a new point. And I realized that that really leads nowhere. Well, that's that's understandable, Sam, because um, if you don't know already, Sam is a debater, and sometimes he brings it to our <laughs> communication. But I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Even if I didn't do debate in high school, I I now have some significant skills. <laughs> yeah, and even if I was a debater in high school, nothing can match Kay. <laughs> she should have been a debater. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I write. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't talk. Okay, I have something to add to that as well. In terms of communicating when we're both mad, so like I said earlier, sometimes the best time to communicate is not when you're both hot-headed. It's when you're both ready to listen and. There's this show that we love so much. It's called How I Met Your Mother. And they have they have a lot of sort of rules and principles that we apply in our relationship and they work. So let us know if you want us to do a, an episode on that. But what, one of the most important principles that they have is having pauses. So if you guys don't know, Lily and Marshall actually are the ones who have this rule. Basically, the pause works as a literal pause. Like, if your um, argument is going too far, or if you want to stop the argument for a while because it's disturbing both of you, and it's not getting productive anymore, then you just hit pause. Cool down. Just take your mind off of things. Even, like, play a game with each other. And maybe that shows you a different perspective of your partner. Like, you don't see your partner as an enemy. You see your partner as a teammate. Yeah, that's so When you unpause, you've already cooled down. You've already have a different perspective on your your now newfound teammate. And it's gonna... The argument is gonna lead to more productive things. Yeah, I agree. And I think that that perspective, Sab, of having your partner not as an opponent, but as a teammate, really, really helps. You know, so probably the next time we fight, just remind me that. And no, you, you remind also, me that. <laughs> <laughs> and you also, for our listeners, so that insight is, it could be helpful because it gives a new perspective that, hey, maybe we shouldn't argue to simply fight the other person and prove that you're right. You argue so that you can help each other become better. I mean, if you come, if you come to think of it, like, what would you get? You ask your, yeah. you ask the question. Bragging what would you get if you win the argument? Bragging right, Sam. <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, if you really care about the person, if you really care about like your special someone, then what's yeah. the point of winning? True. What's the point of winning the argument? Right? Like, yeah. Imagine if you win the argument, your partner loses the argument. You it still lost bad. at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. because you have to comfort your partner. Right? Like, you won, <laughs> but at what cost? Ooh. Right? No, we don't do that anymore. Disclaimer, we we actually improved our fights significantly significantly well after Sam's mom showed the video to us both. Like, <laughs> super. 
Yeah. Yes, I watched the video too, and it's it's great. Maybe we could link the video in yes, the yes, in the yes, description. Yes, but we could save that that sort of discussion for another episode when we're ready to delve deeper into the art of discussing. Yes. So just to summarize this um, whole episode, we've first talked about the why. The importance of communicating and why we would want to communicate to our partners, our special someones, right? And then we went to, after that, we went to the when and how finding the perfect time to communicate with your partner is good because it helps you understand and respect your partner's time and emotions at the same time. And lastly, we talked about the how we want to communicate and how we personally communicate with each other. So I guess that's it for today's episode. Again, this is Kay. And this is Sam telling you guys to stay safe, get vaccinated, and register to vote. Yay! Sam yes. got registered to vote recently. And finally, I think you guys are within the saga as well. You guys know that I haven't been registered. <laughs> and I just and you did. finally did it. Yes. We're so proud of so, you, Sam. Again, this is every date. And good, good night. night.